بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله والصلاة والسلام على سيد المرسلين وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين أما بعد When you have a family and in the family you have parents and you have brothers and sisters you have children uh, both male and female so obviously each one plays a very specific part and each one has a very particular role so the mother plays her part very important role the father should play his part that's a very important role as well but just as the mother and father's role is very important and generally we're speaking about mother and father's relationship towards their children and we also speak about uh, the obedient uh, child and uh, children how obedient they should be to their parents the other aspect in this the other very important factor in this are how brothers and sisters uh, should interact with everybody so <clears throat> today what we're going to be looking at very quickly is just how the value of a sister the position of a sister and how sisters can improve their position and really fulfill the role that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has set for them because each one of us has all of these different relationships so for example a a woman in the house is going to be a daughter she could be a mother depending on her role but then she can also be a sister if she has brothers and she has siblings if she has other sisters as well so what are the values of a sister the way uh, some ulama have explained this is that the parents are like the doctors and when it comes to the children they're like the nurses and attendants so they play a helping role especially the older brothers and sisters they will play a helping role towards uh, the, the younger siblings and that's a very interesting kind of uh, par parallel that uh, somebody has brought up uh, because that really you actually notice this that if the older siblings have been trained well and the tarbiyah has been good then generally the parents task becomes easier as they have if they have more children and with the younger children uh, the the task of the parents gets much more simpler because uh, without even saying the older siblings the older children they take on this position as being assistants and helpers they don't have full autonomy generally but uh, they help out and it helps a lot so uh, the, some of the statistics I'll give you which just puts things into perspective for us it, they say yeah, some of these statistics they say that when siblings uh, they, they will spend about 33% of their time together siblings probably spend more time together than anybody else uh, so 33% of their day would generally be on average spent with other brothers and sisters meaning other of their own brothers and sisters they play together they fight together they they get sulky they um, you know uh, have all of these kind of interactions uh, it's also said that between the ages of two and four between the ages of two and four uh, there's a clash every once at least every 10 minutes so between the ages of two and four there's there could be a clash between uh, uh, about once between you know every 10 minutes that lessens that that gets uh, less that decreases as they age they become they're learning things as they age because when it says between four and seven years of age then there's uh, there could be a clash on average one in every 20 minutes and no longer in every 10 minutes so as you can see it's decreasing generally they say that anybody who has a sister will tend to be a bit more compassionate they'll be nicer people if they have a sister um, because generally the effect of a sister is to make you more loved because sisters should generally have this kind of compassion attitude being a woman being being a female females generally are more compassionate 
than male people. They can just express compassion more. I mean, look, we do have exceptions uh, sometimes where you get a very masculine kind of characterized uh, female who doesn't show any emotion. That, you know, that could be different. But generally speaking, uh, women tend to be a lot more compassionate, a lot more softer in their approach uh, and a lot more kinder in, in, in the general sense of it. So anybody who, uh, who has a sister generally learns from that attitude because they get that attitude. They learn sometimes because people generally learn uh, more from people of their own age and their own kind of uh, contemporaries than they do from older people as such. So even if they have a very compassionate mother, they're going to learn something from her, but then they're going to learn something additional from a compassionate sister as well. So generally brothers feel more loved and <clears throat> if they have a sister. In general, the more there, there are children in the home, the more children there are in the home, there's less likelihood of divorce, they say. When there's more children in the home, there's going to be less likelihood of, uh, of divorce just because of the dynamics that creates of everybody pitching in, people getting together and doing many things together. It's just they become a, a kind of an autonomous uh, uh, unit where they don't need as much than other social interaction. And it's all in-house because a lot of the time for people to... Uh, get some interaction, they have to go and interact with others, especially very small families. You know, people just one child or maybe two children, especially if they're not very talkative. So they'll need other interactions. But when you have a larger family, then all of that interaction generally happens in the home. As long as, I mean, other factors, this is never an absolute statement. You can never make this an absolute statement because there's always going to be many other facts, social uh, condition, economical condition, whether they've got enough to survive, whether the parents are decent people, they're not on some drugs or whatever, and just having loads of kids or something of that nature. Now we have to take all of these into, into consideration. But generally the more children that you have, then there's more, there's less likelihood of a divorce taking place. There's a lot more, uh, you know, baggage attached in a sense for somebody to make such a, you know, such a decision. The more the family, the stronger generally the bond as well. Because, you, you know, if you don't have bond with one as much, you could definitely have a bond with another one. Um, sisters generally tend to bring another positive factor to the story, which is that they generally uh, that they manage to teach better communication skills, because women are sometimes better at speaking in in, in some cases, or they speak more, uh, or generally speaking. So better speaking, the, the 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 brother will generally tend to have a better speaking skills if he has a sister, right? And again, you know, this doesn't have to apply to every situation, but this is just general. And also sympathy. The brothers will learn more sympathy if they have sisters. Again, because of that whole emotional, symp uh, uh, sympathetic outlook that women generally have in, uh, in general. They say that boys that come after sisters, meaning brothers that come after sisters, if the brother is a younger one, they tend to be better achievers as well. I don't know what the reason for that, but that's just another statistic out there. What should be the qualities of a, of a sister? What should be the qualities of a sister, specifically in that kind of relationship? At the end of the day, the sister is a woman and there are characteristics that are very becoming, very positive for a woman in general. But I'm just saying as a sister, what, quali what qualities uh, really help and characteristics? Number one, above all else, love and compassion. Love and compassion. Because sisters have a, a very particular way of showing their love. Uh, if you look at the story of the Prophet ﷺ with his milk sister because he had no sister, biological 
birth sister, but he did have a milk sister, a foster sister you can call it, because for that short time when he was fostered by Halima Sa'diyah So she had a daughter called Shayma. She had a daughter called Shayma and she would she was older than the Prophet. So she would actually lull him to sleep. So she would sing that she would sing that Rabbana Abqilana Muhammada for her uh, for her brother from that young age. Many years later, he seemed uh, the Prophet seemed to have lost uh, any kind of contact with her. So many many years later, this woman appears in front of him, or somebody says that you know there's somebody who's saying that she's your sister and she wants to to visit you. So the Prophet um, then she introduced herself as uh, as Halima's daughter Shayma, and then she also said that I've got a mark that you gave me, which is when he bit her, right? So then. All of that was proven and the Prophet ﷺ gave her a lot of respect, really honoured her and uh, sat her there. He, in fact, uh, he, he laid his sheet out for her. Right. So this is how brothers, the Prophet ﷺ is showing how he respects a sister of his that is not even a haqiqi real sister, but somebody who he grew up with for, a, for some time in his infancy, in his young childhood. So he's showing that respect for her. So that shows how brothers need to respect their sister as well. But then the sisters, this is the characteristics that will demand that kind of respect for later or will ingrain, inshallah, that kind of response uh, to take place afterwards. A lot of the time what you see is that, you know, women, they will, they will ask their brothers for dua for them. You know, because generally it's the guys that will generally go out and do something. Uh, uh, become alims or whatever the case is. So then sisters will be asking their brothers to make du'a and the brother will be obviously more uh, inclined to make du'a for his sister, you know, if he's getting that right kind of sister, uh, sympathy and love, for her, uh, love from her at home. For example, when it came to Hamza radiallahu anhu, Hamza radiallahu anhu is the uncle of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa uh, Hamza radiallahu anhu, when he was mutilated by Hind in the battle of Uhud, the famous story, and he was disfigured. I mean, hardly anybody could recognize him. His sister, who's Safiya radiallahu anha, the aunt of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, she wanted to come and see him. She wanted to come and see him, and the Prophet didn't want her to see her brother in that state because he felt that maybe she couldn't, she wouldn't be able to bear that the the the, the scene. Uh, it was such a gruesome kind of scene. So he tried to prevent her, but she insisted, and she said, "I've not come to cry." She says, "I haven't come to cry, but I've come to give glad tidings." Now that was a that was a, a sister. You know, that was a sister of the uh, of uh, of Hamza radiallahu anha, aunt of Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam. If you look at other stories, uh, Aisha radiallahu anha, who's who had brothers, uh, Abdurrahman ibn Abi Bakr and, and others, she wrote a poem about her brother, about uh, being separated from him and so on and so forth. She said there's a very famous poem that's actually quoted uh, in, in books later as well that Aisha radiallahu anha wrote for her brother. Number two, after the first quality of being love and compassionate the second quality that a sister should have in general is to be supportive is to be supportive and um, she needs to be supportive of her of her brothers of her siblings supportive and concerned about their welfare she shouldn't just leave things to the parents because she needs to have now of course brothers have to have that as well but this is obviously because we're speaking to sisters here that's what i'm speaking about umar radiallahu anhu her sister 
if you look at her concern she had for her brother to become a Muslim and it was her who is considered to be you can say the immediate factor for his conversion uh, although his conversion story is long but most people know the fact that he was going to uh, out for the Prophet Sallallahu uh, to possibly kill him as was in his mind and he was diverted to his sister and then he beat his sister up and then after that seeing his sister in that beaten state uh, blooded then he felt his pangs of uh, sorrow and he felt regret and then that softened his heart and then after that Islam came into his heart but that was because his sister mashallah managed to stay up and fortify herself and keep herself strong as she did so that's another factor for sisters they're always supportive and they're always concerned uh, about their brothers uh, you have a number of other stories as well Muhammad ibn Sirin who's probably more famous for us among men and women uh, than is his sister uh, his sister was uh, well known as well her name was Hafsa binti Sirin she was a scholar on, in her own right and a very pious lady uh, mashallah very pious lady though we know Muhammad ibn Sirin more than anybody else uh, however it was his sister who used to teach him how to read the Quran improve his Quranic recitation so his sister assisted him even in his Quranic recitation in fact, they say that behind every successful man, there's going to be a woman, though the world may not know about her, because men aren't made just like that. Nobody's made just like that. It's The mother has a massive impact in their life, sometimes more than the father. The father may work as an inspiration in some cases, right, and support and so on, but the mother is the one who has more hands-on kind of attitude, hands-on effect on their, on their children. So if this is the effect of sisters, then can you imagine the effect of mothers eventually? Anyway, then you have uh, Aisha radiallahu anha. She didn't have any children of her own. So she looks after, she, in fact, she brought up some of her, her nephews, her sister's children. Uh, very famous, Abdullah ibn Zubair uh, was one. Qasim ibn Muhammad ibn Abi Bakr. Another brother of hers was Muhammad, Muhammad ibn Abi Bakr. So uh, she also looked after Qasim ibn Muhammad. Qasim was the... Another, uh, another one she taught was um, Abdullah ibn Zubair's brother, Urwa ibn Zubair. That was another one she taught as well. So she looks after her brother's, her brother's children as well. Number three, the, the third point that is important uh, for sisters to have is loyalty. She needs to be loyal to her brothers and, and the family in general, but loyalty to her brothers is very important because what that's doing is for the brothers and for other sisters it's placing another woman in the house that shows loyalty to them that helps a lot for us to understand this whole uh, you know these gender relationships right it's very nice to have a good sister in your house because if you do have a bad experience outside you don't you will not end up blaming women in general and that's a very important thing. So there's a very beautiful poem about uh, husband-wife relationships by Imam Shafi. It's just a two-liner. He says that people abundantly complain about there being such difficulty when they, uh, you know, when, when, uh, with their wives when they love women. And that they blame it on the women. He says that you don't blame it on the woman. The problem is with your bad way of loving. So it's not about the woman, it's about the way that you just don't have love for them and the way that you should interact with that love, that's why. So it's all about a method of love and if a person has had many different uh, examples of good love coming from men and women 
and that you're going to generally get in your house because that's the closest people you're going to be to, then that is how much better you're going to be prepared to deal with the, uh, with the pitfalls of life. With the challenges of life Otherwise uh, there's people who don't want to get married again There's women who don't want to get married again Because they had a bad experience with their husband They think all men are like that And maybe in their own homes they may have had an issue Or they didn't see enough or whatever the case is And sometimes it's the other way around as well Where the man doesn't want to get married again Because he thinks all women are like that And then he goes around for the rest of his life complaining about women That all women are like that And no two humans are alike You know, Yes there are some common threads that go across genders But in general there's a there's a massive difference that, and that if, if a person thinks all women are alike or all men are alike they're actually thinking that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that they are they actually think that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala hasn't done his job well enough whereas Allah has created so much uniqueness so much var- variance so much difference uh, between com- between people number four which relates to number three as well is honesty a sister needs to be very honest very honest, never lie, never lie. I mean, these are obviously general characteristics that every person should have anyway. But she should never lie. She should always be truthful all the time, because that helps to send that uh, that helps to send set that understanding of what a woman should be like, what a sister should be like, and it gives more reliance for the brothers as well. And number five, of course, trustworthy, trustworthy can be relied on, right? Trustworthy, it can be relied on. Uh, you know that you're not going to be deceived by your sister. Right? She is acting the part, especially this would probably be even more when it's an older sister because people look up naturally to older people. So if you can get a better example out of an older person, so if it's an older sister, then there's even greater impact. Now it doesn't mean that younger sisters don't have to act that way because at the end of the day she's still a sister and there is still that benefit to be gained as being a sister and provide as a sister. But generally the older you are, the, the more responsibility that comes upon you in that sense. So you don't be deceptive, you're always trustworthy and never be deceptive. In general though, just from a family perspective, the honour of a sister uh, is very important. The honour of the daughter of the house is very important. In fact, according to many cultures around, and we, and we have that similar culture in Islam as well, right? is that um, the honour of the daughters in the house marks the whole family. If the daughters are honourable, the sisters are honourable within the family, then the whole family is characterised by honour. That what wonderful women they have, right? What wonderful women they have in the house. That's a very important aspect because people just tend to look uh, less at the guys. Although if a guy does something wacky, that's also going to be taken into consideration, no doubt about it. Men don't get off scot-free, but women just hold that honour way more in in our culture as well. Why should a person... Why should a person be grateful to have a sister? Right? So this is talking about uh, other sisters or um, other brothers. Why should a person be grateful to have a sister? So one is that, number one, she helps to bring up the younger ones more than an older brother would do. Right? An older sister tends to... And there are so many families where the older sister's done most of the task, especially if the parents have had... Um, children later on, they've had a set of children and then they've had some children later on, the older sister really plays the part. A lot of that is changing now in in Europe and in America probably as well because uh, if if, uh, the older sister is also career oriented and she just wants to pursue a career for, you know, working this many hours a day and so on, you know, like full time work, hardly has time for her own children, she's going to have no time for, that's if she's even married, I mean forget about having time for your own children, probably won't even be married if you're in that state until you're 30, 35, 40 and then after that 
um, people are then looking for a spouse at that age. It's, it's kind of crazy. It's, it's losing the whole sense. It's losing the whole sense of what a family should be. Start your family younger. That's, how, that's when you have your energy. And it's kind of crazy when sometimes you go to the school and all you see is most of the parents are there, older people, right? They're, they're older people. They should be grandparents by that time. And they are now, they've had their children the last five, ten years, and they're going to be struggling. Because the older you get, the more sicknesses that come about, the less energetic you are, and there's just so many things. But there's just so much wrong with our society in general for me to just pick up on this issue only. Because it, 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 and alhamdulillah with Muslims, it's still a bit different, but it is going in that direction where women and men in many cases are just refusing to get married uh, even when they're 20, 25. It's too young yet. They have to wait until they're 30 or something. right? And it's just totally wrong. So number one, uh, because sisters generally help parents bring up the younger siblings, that's a good reason to have an older sister. Um, another good reason, I mean, <laughs> she, she will sign off the notes for you for school. right? If your mother doesn't do it for you, she'll sign it off for you. And these are just kind of quirky ideas. What do siblings in general learn from each other? What do we learn from each other as brothers and sisters? So these are positives. Number one, love and support. A person who's got a brother and sister, the more the merrier, they have much more skills than a person who's just single in the family. Because all he's going to learn from are people at school maybe, if he's lucky. If he's being homeschooled, then I feel sorry for him even more. Although he's benefiting in one sense, but he doesn't have the social, you know. So homeschooling may be good, but then you do need some kind of social interaction with others. And many homeschools actually manage that somehow or the other. But having more children at home helps a lot. It, show, it teaches you love and support. Number two, it will teach teamwork. Because eventually you can't argue with your brothers and sisters all day. You're going to have to get together and do it. Especially when the parents are doing good tarbiyah and reinforcing good qualities. So they're not allowing some brothers or sisters to bully the rest of them and take everything, take all the Lego, take all the, all the, uh, all the toys and everything like that. Right? So love and support, teamwork is another thing that they learn. Number three is tolerance. They have to learn tolerance. Your brother's taken something off you. Your sister's taken something off you. She didn't do something for you. You're going to have to learn tolerance. So all of these interactions you learn from. Number four, conflict resolution is another thing that you learn. Because you have conflicts and sometimes the parents say, look, you guys deal with it. You guys sort it out together. They're going to have to learn to sort it out. Otherwise, you're going to be miserable. Either miserable, you can go off in a huff, but then you're going to be miserable for a while. So that's another thing. And number five, you learn leadership. There's going to be some talented leader within that who's going to have to learn to deal with things and then going to learn from the effects of his decisions or her decisions. I made the wrong decision. This is what happened. So people need to be thoughtful about this. But then that's what you learn. Children need leadership skills. Six, assertiveness and confidence. Very important for outside. If you get that kind of training inside, so that's beneficial. Uh, I guess with all of this, people are thinking, well, we need to have more children because then it provides a better playground, a better learning ground, a better school of natural social uh, interaction. So assertiveness and confidence. And then you learn negotiation skills. You have to learn negotiation skills. You can't get everything by bullying somebody. The younger ones are going to have to learn negotiation skills to get something they want from, their, uh, you know, from, from the large family that they have, from their brothers and sisters. So these are a number of the benefits. But as it, as it is, with all of these qualities, a sister, the Prophet 
has shown us through his own life that sisters need to be respected. They have a very special position. At the end of this, the day, this sister is going to be a mother tomorrow. And if she plays her part in her home in the correct way, according to the sunnah, by inculcating all of the good characteristics, then inshallah, as a parent, she's going to do even better. Because she may have some things that she wants to do, but her parents won't let her do it. But when she gets her own children, she's going to have to. She, she's going to be able to implement those ideas and see if they work or not. And she's obviously going to have learnt already from her time at her own house. So that's why being a good sister at home and playing your part, right, helps a lot afterwards when you have your own children as well and in life in general. So may Allah Subhanahu wa Taala grant us the tawfiq to be great brothers and great sisters. Wa akhir da'wana and alhamdulillahi rabbil alamin.